This is a Hello Sweetie Podcast Network production. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Petticoat Lane, where we talk about vaginas. We're your hosts. I'm Josie. And I'm Crystal. We'll be answering some common questions and some uncommon questions. We'll have guests. Some will be experts. And some not. Come, take a stroll with us down Petticoat Lane. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the lane, the Petticoat Lane, where we talk about vaginas, ours, yours, and all the (laughs) in-between, whatever that is. I'm Crystal. And I'm here with our host and our lovely guest. We'll have them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Josie, and I am pre-pre-menopause. Oh, I always forgot that question. You forgot your question. Oh, yeah. We'll get back to me. <laughs> I'm Jocelyn, and I am pre-menopausal, probably. We'll get oh, into that, yeah. though. That's exactly, because I'm like, what? She, okay, we need to talk about this. I'm I'm Crystal again, and I am pre-menopausal, like you, like all of us. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the... Like I said earlier, in the world, <laughs> we're all pre-menopausal. Yeah, how interesting. I kind of wanted to talk about this because I feel like this is very taboo. When we very first brought it up, uh, Josie and I were messaging each other and we're like, well, you cannot message your friend and be like, so, you menopausal? <laughs> hey, bitch, what's up? I feel like you're bitchy enough that maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, if you're not, well, <laughs> maybe get your chin hair check or like hey you're kind of <laughs> old right yeah. Uh, yeah. oh that's why you asked me to be here today no you lady you <laughs> volunteered <laughs> i did i did yes yeah so that's i mean i wanted to talk about menopause because i do feel like is it why are we so afraid is it because as women the idea to remain young and beautiful and fertile is societally like puts that pressure on us. Yeah. So none of us as females want to talk about when we get to menopause. Yeah. Well, it's just like the whole lame idea that our like entire meaning of existence is to have babies. So life ends when you can't have babies anymore. Which is dumb and not true. In fact, most women, that's actually a thing like in all of my research, most women are happier after menopause. Wow. See, and that's society's portrayal is that you turn into this, um, yeah, this shrew. Shrew. A super hot flash true. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what you hear about, the hot flashes and that they become a shrew. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, everybody hears about, or people make the jokes, oh my gosh, am I going through menopause? It's so hot in here. My mom called that her own personal summers. <laughs> she was going through her own personal summers. So That's I'm interested, like, why you volunteered as a tribute to this podcast. I, when I heard that, Josie was like, yeah, Jocelyn will come. I'm like, we're the same age, and I didn't feel qualified to talk about this because I have so many questions. Because I, I have questions, too. Yeah. And I have the different perspective of being a nurse too yeah so yeah okay so you that makes sense okay we like nurse guests Uh, yeah we're fun nurse guests are fun they you know you guys know just as much as the doctors a lot of the times 
more than yeah well yeah especially if you're getting like the younger ones (laughs) look i watch er (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) nurses are the ones holding it together i was immediately (laughs) trying to think of another doctor show that i watch and i'm like yeah the nurses (laughs) nurses (laughs) all right so do we want to get into it yes that's what I'm here for. My first question for you guys is what is your first what was your first experience of learning about menopause? So I turned 30 and for my 30th birthday my mom gave me a book. <laughs> Did she give you a similar book when you were like 12? <laughs> yes. I'm picturing like this book oh series. Oh my god. Yeah, my book series of becoming a woman. Oh my god, that's funny. This is your period. Yeah, this, this is, is your, your life past this is, your period. Yeah, this is your life past your period. Oh, Pre-period, post-period. <laughs> yeah, funny. but it's a big old book. I mean, it's very interesting. I've kind of, I wish I would have brought it with me. I've dabbled in it, but I have not sat down because it's, it's a boring medical book. Nobody's magic or vampires or nothing. In it doesn't it. even like try to make it readable. <laughs> I mean, it's it's semi-readable, but it's very factual very much like yeah this is what's going to happen these are the questions that you should have and this is I mean it's interesting just not page turning interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe when you actually like get into the pre-menopause state that you'll be like maybe when I just want to read this book now (laughs) maybe when I decide I want to stop living in denial (laughs) (laughs) there you go I'm not even a humanist how about you do you remember your Probably when my mom went through menopause. Yeah. Well, my mom started to go through menopause and then had a hysterectomy, a total hysterectomy. And so. Was it like medically necessary or was it like one of those, oh, you need uh, extra help here? It was I it, somewhere in between. Okay. It wasn't medically, medically necessary, necessary. Like she could have not gone through it, mm-hmm. but she chose to mm-hmm. and had a medical reason. She was, um. I'm trying to remember why. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Throwing your medical history out there. Um, yeah, I, I our poor families. Say, <laughs> no, I really think it was just... I don't remember why. I was mm-hmm. young. I was in junior high. Do you remember your opinion of it? No. No? No. Okay. I was yeah, like 13. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, well. You're old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like... The main thing is that... like, Because my mom... I know... She went through it at some point when I was living at home, but I think she went through it earlier because I remember her, and you know, this is one of those things I probably should have asked her about, but it's also like her personal medical stuff. Yeah. Um, She had her tubes tied and something went wrong with it. And so she had to go in and have more surgery and fix whatever the problem was. Yeah. And um, I think I remember at that point they were just like something extra. So I wonder if it was like a partial hysterectomy or something else like that. It was very like you're you don't need to hear about this. You're young type topic. But, you know, she was bedridden after a while. And also I think it. I think she went through menopause early because she was 30 something at that point, maybe 38. So, wow. I'm not sure. 
I'll have to ask her and also get her permission to share this information. (laughs) So, yeah, I was going to say, let's talk about it just medically. So Mm -hmm. medically, uh, being in menopause, there's several ways that you get there, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So like you mentioned, medically, if you have a Mm -hmm. hysterectomy. Yep. If the removal, it's actually more if you have your... um, ovaries removed specifically yes specifically your ovaries you you can you can have the uterus removed and have a hysterectomy um and that will not throw you into menopause yeah i have it it's a hysterectomy that removes your uterus but not your ovaries usually doesn't cause immediate menopause although you no longer have periods your ovaries still release eggs and produce estrogen and proestrogen But surgery that removes both your uterus and your ovaries, a total hysterectomy or bilateral oophorectomy? Oophorectomy. Thank you. (laughs) You got it. Does cause immediate menopause. Your periods stop immediately and you're likely to not have, or you're likely to have hot flashes and other menopausal signs and symptoms. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I should have let you explain that. (laughs) No, you did great. You did great. And then, so it's just basically, essentially, it's the, uh, your body is no longer producing right, right. your estrogen right. for you. That's why I do remember working with a woman when I was younger, like probably 20 years old. And she used to always say, gotta go get my bitch shot. And that's what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. <laughs> nice. Go get her estrogen shot. So yeah. And um, another kind of thing that can cause it is uh chemotherapy and radiation therapy right yeah okay so and then age these things that just Mm -hmm. stop yeah your body's like dude we've produced this for 45 years we're gonna slow down or you don't really need this anymore you've learned your lesson or whatever it is (laughs) (laughs) i love it what i've got is that um basically as you approach your late 30s it's the whole weird you want to have your babies before the age of 35 because that's apparently the magical number when your body starts producing less eggs, which, like, is not how that goes. But no. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, but. it's just, like, that information out there yeah. that oh, yeah. I believed that's, for I, the longest time. Well, that Adam ruins everything. He did an yeah. episode oh, on he that. he did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, about how, no, stop letting people tell you that. You can still have babies and you're fine. Yeah, until you're until you're in menopause, you can have a baby. Mm. So, that's, yeah, that's one yeah. of the main things that it says. Yeah. It's like, as in even in pre-menopause, mm-hmm. you you're like everything's slowing down, but you can definitely still get pregnant at this time. Yeah, you could, can. Could you imagine? No, no, thank you. <laughs> like the hot flashes and the Ooh. the mood changes and like the the lack of sleep and well, I was like all of I was those talking things. about getting pregnant again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, but but the way you were describing it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. oh wait, you're going. But that and yeah. also yeah. being oh, pregnant yeah. and yeah. then also growing a human. Yeah, no, it's Nothing. exhausting. Ooh. Just one of those things has to be exhausting. That's, yeah, yeah. well. Kudos to the women that do it. Yeah. I thought there has to be women who have done it because that's also, there has to be the misconception that, like, oh, I'm premenopause or I'm starting this. I can't have babies. And then they start having unprotected sex and then suddenly they're pregnant. Yeah. Not suddenly, obviously, but. Well, have you noticed a difference in 
your estrogen levels or like you could say, ooh, this is a premenopausal or. So here's why I say I'm premenopausal probably. I have an IUD in place. Oh, me too. And <laughs> so. Like, me too. That's what I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know because I don't I, I don't have periods because of the IUD, but I haven't had periods for 10 years because I've had an IUD. Mm-hmm. Same girl. So Same. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't very really tell you. Yeah. I didn't think about like mm-hmm. how your your birth, birth control, control can affect it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if even if you're um, doing the pill and you choose to skip that week of inactive pills and skip your period. I mean, same theory. I with my IUD in place, I just don't have periods. Mm-hmm. I spot yeah, same. maybe same a, for a day every six to eight weeks. Well, and I can tell like I still like it, my body's getting ready to have a period. Right. I can still tell that right. I still get my PMS a little. My mm-hmm. boobs will sometimes be tender. Oh yeah, I'll notice. I'm like like the other day I was like overwhelmed with this feeling of how much I love everybody in my life and adore. like I'm sitting there like almost bringing myself to tears thinking about it I'm like you're Aww. not like under the influence of no anything. it was just during the day and I noticed like because I, I love really people a lot it. more when I'm drinking so yeah well, that, that's like, true yeah I'm teasing you yeah and I'm like oh but yeah it was very but yeah I don't know no for sure but okay here's another question and these are just my questions that maybe are not related but I'm just curious, like, okay, so does, does estrogen, is that what's producing your sex drive? So does Testosterone. Your se- okay. Is. Okay. And also when you go through menopause and premenopause, your testosterone levels drop as well. And that is what affects your sex drive. Because I'm thinking about like, um, your sex life in your thirties mm. and forties. And I'm like, I don't know it like. Maybe it's just because I'm more comfortable with my body, mm-hmm. but I feel like the desire and the sex is better. That's generally how it goes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they say you're in your prime, like in your mm-hmm. 30s, right? For well, women. Because yeah, remember, their... you got to have that baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, your body is just like, oh no, like, I'm running out of I'm eggs. Saying. Must like, have sex. Okay, what I want to know, guys, <laughs> what my question is, and I'm trying to be nice and sound like a lady, but uh-huh. now I'm going to say, fuck it. Am I still going to be horny when I'm 80? <laughs> what I want to know very possibly yes um it kind of goes along with the uh being like happier so it's more of a mental than a, a hormonal thing do you think or do you think it's both if your hormones are all slowing down but you're still a horny old lady I mean what does that mean do you have more testosterone or looking this up earlier sex drive put it down in our notes we're gonna have to talk about this too absolutely yeah like what is what is driving the sex drive (laughs) uh yeah no the only thing that i saw in my research is that testosterone is what uh affects your libido and how much you want to have sex and that yes it can go down during menopause and premenopause but postmenopause you might just get used to it and then your sex gri- sex drive can go back up to what it was before because you know you want to have sex well yeah i was going to say the the act itself is not necessarily driven just because of biology exactly it's, it's an emotional it's a i want that connection. physical touch it's yeah. a connection it's there's a lot more into a sex drive than just those hormones yeah well so. and i also think of like raging hormones in teenagers <sighs> I have so teenager. there's that yeah so there's that 
drive too. That's a different drive. There's That's okay, so there's like nice calculated precision drivers and then there's those fucking crazy drivers <laughs> that are just swerving all over the lanes and hitting whatever. There you go. Yes. Okay. There's two <laughs> different kinds of drives. All right. All right. So I did want to uh, touch on premenopause a little bit and give you some facts about it. Yes. Usually it lasts around four years, but it can last as long as 10 years. Dude, what have I been premenopausal <laughs> since? I don't know. I'm, and I'm just used to it now. So. The average American yeah. woman hits like actual menopause at the age of 51. Okay. So if you, act, if you start premenopause which is when you start like your body just like gradually starts to lose your Mm -hmm. estrogen and stuff you could start that at age 41 oh that's like six months away well i okay (laughs) so we don't get our period so we need to start looking for uh chin hairs (laughs) right i got those i know so do i but um are they gonna be more noticeable am i gonna get a beard i'll be like is this (laughs) premenopause I'm going to have to send you a picture. Oh, Jocelyn, is this oh, pretty menopause? what's going on with my face? <laughs> my beard. All right. I'm about strong. to drop some facts on you for what you All should right. be looking for. Then. All right. Okay, Let's hear it. So during premenopause, your uh, hormone levels drop, drop rapidly. And as the warning, you can still become pregnant during this time. Be careful. <laughs> I will. Use birth control still, guys. Okay. Um. So your loss of estrogen can lead to things like hair thinning and hair loss. Yep. It can lead to drier skin as well as less elasticity. elasticity. Still super shiny. <laughs> so still during this time, you might just want to use some more moisturizer. Moisture. Uh, you can get migraines. I you get those anyway. Deal with more memory loss, and I say more because I already have a bad I memory. Ha- I can't handle more memory loss. You can uh, get different or more body odor, so your body odor smell can either change. So this is starting to sound like I'm going to go through a second puberty. Yeah, it yeah. really does. It, it is. is. That's why my mom gave me the book. <laughs> That's other, exactly my what other it period. Is. Uh, yeah, um, sleep disruption, which is basically like insomnia or waking up like with heat flashes in the middle of the night. Solid facts because this is (laughs) not looking good for me. I've been premenopausal since I was 25. Weight gain. (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. Better This is, I mean, if you're not like me, where like my weight gain was just like a steady over the years, every year I weighed more than the last. Um, if you like have an average weight, that's when you'll like notice maybe some extra weight gain. Ah. Um, but there was some studies that I that were looking into uh, women actually losing weight after like post menopause. So okay, you could lose that, but it could take like You're twenty to years. Give me the silver lining. A little bit. Uh, (laughs) This is one that I remember when we first brought up the subject you were very interested in. Vaginal dryness. Okay. That starts during premenopause. Okay. I think I'm good. Another another side effect of your body's drop in estrogen. You can use lube at home, but if that doesn't help you, you can see your doctor for other options like estrogen treatments. The types, the most popular are like an a ring 
kind of like the Nuva ring, but it's an estra ring or estring. Okay. It you insert it up the vagina and it give releases a steady stream of estrogen directly into the tissues. It's actually only replaced every three months instead of every month. Okay. There is a tablet. You use a disposable applicator to put a tablet into your vagina once a day for the next for the first two weeks of the treatment. Then you do it twice a week until you no longer need it. So how do you know that you no longer need it? If it's fixing the vaginal dryness and that's like that's not going to correct itself. Um, Maybe you decide know. you don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, this, this is, is too much. I can't, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I can't do this every day just to have every every day for two weeks and then once a week for... No, twice uh, a week until you, oh, yeah, until you no week. longer need it. I think that's twice a week until you decide, no. Nah. Until you run out and <laughs> need a refill. <laughs> Done. Uh, until okay. you're just like, oh, my body is actually producing more lube its own lubrication than you thought it would need it's like jump like jump that. starting your lube or until you're in like solid menopause and your body is like readjusted and maybe like. yeah there are uh some people who like oh i can't remember what it was i didn't write this down but it's like there are some women who just take the estrogen stuff for like until they're in their 60s or 70s because they choose to. But I guess that's a conversation between you and your doctor on when um, the no longer needing it is. <laughs> okay, no longer it needing is. it. <laughs> and then, vacation is what I <laughs> vacation. The On very vacations. last is uh, cream, which is the most popular of all of these. Is a topical one. You use it around the... You apply the cream daily for one to two weeks and then cut back to one to uh, two times a week as directed by your doctor. As needed. <laughs> and, you know, maybe at-home lubrication is all you need. Yeah. A little spit in the elbow grease. But one of the biggest <laughs> things, if you want to avoid vaginal dryness, um, it is to... Use your vagina. I'm like, drink water. <laughs> oh, no. And that. It's basically Actually. have sex, masturbate, use lubrication. Well, if you don't Keep use your it, vagina used you to being it. used. And yeah. used is the... In uh, working, exercise it. Yeah, exercise you gotta use that muscle. Exercise your vagina. That's how we should say it. Keep yeah. your vaginal muscles used like to used. the exercise. Use, use it up. <laughs> And then that can help uh, prevent, like, pain during intercourse later and help with the dryness so you're maybe not so dry because your body continues to lubricate even as it is lowering in estrogen. Just not as much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, I mean... There are older women who have, like, real high sex drives. There are. That's, That's why there's so many STDs in old folks. Homes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is another thing why you should use condoms, people. Just because you can't have babies anymore yeah. does not mean you cannot pass sexually transmitted, uh, not diseases, um, infections. infections, STIs, STIs. So yeah, that's that's my information on your premenopause, which okay. yeah, the whole like it lasting between four to ten, ten years, 
10 years. Sounds like your cable appointment, right? Like we'll be there (laughs) between 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. Your periods will stop sometime between 41 and 51 years of age, unless you're real lucky and you go to 60. (laughs) Oh, God, though. Wouldn't that be terrible? I like listen. Menopause does not sound good, and premenopause sounds awful. But like having my period into my sixties or like late fifties <laughs> also sounds awful. <laughs> Pick one. That's what it is. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. All right. When I first learned about, like, actually learned about menopause, it wasn't from my mom. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure she went through it, but I don't but know. you were too young for an explanation. It was from watching that 70s show. Oh. Okay. When the mom went through menopause. Oh, Kitty funny. went through menopause. Yeah, Kitty. I didn't think about that. I, so my, like, impression of it was, you like, turn into these this huge... Yeah difference for her and like all of these major hot flashes and major mood swings and crying all the time and then also the fact that it only lasted like a week right when what was it that like she was done with it maybe like three episodes so three-ish weeks so yeah in my head I was just like oh yeah menopause sounds awful but hey at least it's over quickly and then (laughs) I got older, and also we started doing, like, research on this episode, and menopause can last a while. A long time. Well, that brings up an interesting subject, or something that popped into my mind, like, how many TV shows have even touched on the subject of menopause, besides to just make it kind of into a joke that she's changing into the shrewd or whatever. The only one off the top of my head is that 70s show. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Oh, so I Googled it, but they're not giving me any answers. Oh, you know, mm. I bet Golden Girls, the Golden Girls. I probably, bet they talked they about had menopause at some point. I haven't sure. watched through that recently, but pretty sure. They a house full have. of women. And even though they were portrayed <laughs> as old, they weren't that old at no. that point. So Fleabag and Better Things are a couple of TV oh. shows that this article mentions. Oh. So, I haven't finished season two of Fleabag, so maybe oh, that's when it starts yeah. it. Uh, Fleabag is so good. So, oh, it's so funny. So it, the article reads, a TV's changing view of the change. The menopause conversation the is getting better, finally. Which is true. It's about damn time. Right. And that's why we're talking about it, because I'm still like, ooh, just ignore it. It means I don't have it. <laughs> Yeah, you just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, if I don't look at it, they won't know I'm here. If I stand real still, they can't see me like a T-Rex. I learned that from Jurassic Park. I was watching some videos um, with the notes, and a lot of them were just like, how to deal with your menopause in public. And it's... I know. And they were like old videos. Like I was looking on YouTube and I was trying to find like some nice quick descriptions that like there are so many medical YouTube uh, channels out there that are just like we're trying to be relevant and we're giving good new information (laughs) and it's entertaining and I'm doing these wild hand gestures and there weren't any (laughs) like I found two that were watchable and one of them was very enjoyable and i'll talk about it a little bit later but yeah what if we started our own animated tv series we need an artist don't call it 
trying to little ass and opposite of big mouth. We can have the menopause monster, there you, you know. Go. There you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually speaking of, uh Big Mouth just dropped season three oh, and dude, they nice. have a menopause banshee <gasps> in it. I just watched see? that episode today. See? It's very good. It's very funny. She has magical powers to part a sea. Oh. <laughs> They're Jewish. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. But yeah, so that's a good one that everybody should go to watch. It's it's not as well as explained as all of the other stuff that they do because, of course, they're based around the teenagers. Yeah, that the teen- going that's right. It. The first, they could have their own <laughs> spinoff show now. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's a few. I totally forgot about that as yeah. a, like an example, and it was like. It, the whole idea of it was like, oh, I'm this awful banshee. And then as uh, she like finally starts to talk to her, she was just like, no, I'm amazing. Look at my banshee power. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. So, yeah, the discussion needs to be out there more because I, I, I do feel like it's something that we hide from or we don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. If we get into... Like the next stage, which is menopause, uh-huh. it is officially diagnosed after you have gone twelve months of am and nope, not even gonna try it. Twelve months without having your period, amenorrhea. There we are. Like <laughs> diarrhea. I looked it up before <laughs> uh, recording and I forgot it. <laughs> amenorrhea. It does sound like a diary. <sighs> How do you do that if you have the IUD? You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, because exactly. we're all team IUD here. So, yeah. um, I mean, really, I guess you'd have to go into your doctor and just have your hormone levels checked every year. Yeah, that makes sense. Test. And then once it is, you're just like, oh, you want to have that IUD removed painfully for the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder, hmm. I mean, I think I would notice that you're. Oh, yeah, because maybe, like, no... The other symptoms probably yeah. include you in a little or bit. Or, like, no spotting at all. Yeah. Or the vaginal dryness. No, that's how you know you're in premenopause. But, <laughs> uh, but like, after official menopause symptoms start, hot flashes and cold flashes are still in there. Night <gasps> sweats are still in there. Mood swings slash mood disruptions are still in there. And can last up to five more years, but usually start to decrease over three years. So, you know, just a little more than half the time. It's like menopause is essentially the same as premenopause, but with no period and no babies. Okay. But that's how you can kind of start your like five more years. Countdown. I don't know. I've got five to ten years. Who knows? Mm Mm-hmm. It could happen tomorrow. <laughs> In the well, course of three weeks, you'll be done, Crystal. Yeah, That's yeah. what TV told us. Yes. It is exactly what TV told me. <laughs> I know she likes margaritas, so I'll, we'll, we'll be fine. So, post-menopause, after your menopause stage is officially finished, yay, no more period. Yay. yay, no more birth control. But you can still get STIs. I still have to keep telling people that. Still. Yes. <laughs> and then your mood should apparently get better. Women have been saying it for years in their studies and their 
not studies, but like, you know, information, data collected, we get happier after menopause, which your body is then used to not having the estrogen, having lower uh, testosterone, your yeah. sex drive hopefully goes back to a normal state. I, I was just going to say, I wonder how much of that is driven by those sex hormones. Like, I've, I've never... Yeah, research. We're going to have to look look into that. that. And now I'm, I'm not going to stop thinking about the sex drive now just because I'm like, hmm, I don't feel like I've ever changed much. But I've grown, I mean, I've seen some shit, so. have <laughs> <laughs> been through things. Yeah, and I've been through things. And you think oh, I'd just, like, yeah. Yeah. Huh, very interesting. The downside of being post-menopause, though? Is that you are at an, at an increased risk for the following conditions, osteoporosis, cardiovascular disease, depression, and other mental health conditions. I thought we were supposed to get happier. Well, but, but women are always predisposed to other mental health conditions because they just don't know what's going on with us. It's just true. Yeah. It's because like, men think that we're crazy. Yes, and also the fact that they're dumb and don't include women in a lot of uh, like mm-hmm. medical studies. So most of the base sex is female people. You come from a woman. Yeah. You come from a womb. How how would that make the base sex male? It doesn't make any sense. You have to get the androgen in order to make this female baby fetus turn into a male right yeah just, just want to say that over yeah. and over again <laughs> <laughs> until somebody hears it yeah so honestly but yeah it's the whole like not having us in medical studies so mm-hmm. everything is based around how it affects men and telling us that our menstruation like cycle weirdly affects medication it's just like why should we like this is why we should do studies yeah. on women because yeah. you need to know how it affects you yeah so Sorry, that was a small tangent. (laughs) I liked it. Um, And I put in here, because apparently I didn't know what osteoporosis was, uh, that it's a condition that causes the thinning of your bones. This change in bone density increases the following, increases after menopause, particularly in the first several years after your period stops. This is due to the loss of estrogen in your body. You may lose up to 25% of your bone density following menopause up to the age of 60. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Is that why women break more hips? Yep. Yep. That's exactly why. Oh my God. It's because of osteoporosis related to menopause. So um, one easy-ish thing to do to help counteract that, take a calcium and vitamin D supplement. Okay, I need to start doing that. Every day. Nice, okay. I need to start doing that too. I'm not good about it, but. um, And then there are, they do have um, mostly infusion medications that can help counteract osteoporosis as well. You go into your doctor like every year, every three years, or every three months and get a infusion and it helps with that bone density. So, yeah. Okay, very cool. Don't break them bones, lady. Mm -hmm. No. Keep them bones strong. <laughs> them bones. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dumb. All of a sudden, I just got this like image of those dancing skeletons. Yep. Them yep. bones. <laughs> them bones. Do you want to learn about how to make it better? Yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. 
drink water, exercise, quit smoking, get sleep regularly. Listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's the answer to everything. It is. It cares at all. Um, do I have to quit drinking alcohol? Mm, you should cut back on it. It's just alcohol and caffeine and sugar. Uh, the holy trinity. They want you <laughs> to cut back on that because, <laughs> uh, because they add to the hot flashes. So if you're going and you're getting like a whole bunch of hot flashes, the medical thing they will tell you is, are you drinking a lot of coffee? Caffeine specifically. With um, a lot of sugar in it. Yes, with I a lot am. of sugar in it. <laughs> Don't or take those it away. sugary alcohols. So, oh, yeah, those are definitely man. things that they want you to cut back on uh, diet wise. They want you to eat more vegetables. Like, oh, hardcore. Eat <laughs> vegetables. Of course. But hey, listen, I just turned 30 and suddenly I'm just like, Fuck yeah, vegetables. And I don't know why. <laughs> Good on you. You're an adult now. I like vegetables. I, I don't hate them. Well, just eat I more of like the ones that you like. Vegetables. It's not bad. I just wish produce... Why can't you be just as reliable as junk food? <laughs> right? And easy. And easy. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I have to wash all my vegetables before I eat it. This like bag of chips. You have to like chop them up. And Mm -hmm. I mean, and sometimes, well, fruit more so than vegetables, but fruit, like, you get a bad peach, you know, you're like, ew, it's not ripe or it's gross. Bag of peanut M&Ms has never let me down. (laughs) I've never got a sour one or one that wasn't ripe yet. This is true. It is true. And they're usually cheaper. Are they? Yes. Oh. Produce versus like, junk food. Like yeah. per ounce, if you want to okay, measure yeah, per ounce. Okay, yeah, definitely per ounce. Because I'm just like, I buy a lot of real cheap vegetables. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I just don't super pay attention to that anymore. Um, and it, it doesn't say remove all alcohol and all that. It just says to reduce it. Um, Which is if I increase my use for a little bit, anything <laughs> past that is reducing. <laughs> True. And then you go back to what you did before. That's that's a reduction, right? Like, yeah. Uh, You need to increase your omega threes, which is fish, nuts, and seeds. See, I'm like, I don't know any fraternities, (laughs) (laughs) but okay. (laughs) You got it. It's a oh fuck. There's a joke in there for cougars. Um, for to help with your memory, they suggest brain teasers or puzzles that get your brain going. I love my Sudoku books, I but I'm a nerd. Puzzles. I've loved Sudoku since like I was a kid, so I need to learn something else. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do love brain learn puzzles, a new but... language, which God. also like. Fuck that suggestion. Oh my God, it's so frustrating. You know how long I've been like, I want to learn a new language. And then I like take three weeks of it and I'm like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> it is hard. I'm out. <laughs> and also, you like have nobody to talk to. Yeah. Or uh, the maybe easier one, but it keeps your brain engaged, is teach something that you already know to somebody else because that's kind of like your brain relearning it is having to remember. All I the teach stuff. people every day. <laughs> Like the art of coffee, or yes, <laughs> life too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch of kids. I got a I'm bunch of kids. Raising two kids, yeah. I'm teaching all the time. I know. I'm teaching. Yeah, I'm teaching a bunch of kids about life all the time. 
There it is. (laughs) (laughs) And then with your exercise thing, try to maintain a healthy weight, but don't during this time or like pre-menopause, do not try to lose a lot of fat too quickly because <laughs> oh check We're we finally in. got one yes <laughs> i mean so okay. you got two right. things sitting up against you because you want to a be a healthy weight because being overweight and inactive can hit, do the uh early menopause yes um but losing weight too much can also like make give you a hard time during menopause because your body stores estrogen Mm -hmm. in the fat cells which is why that whole like women have the extra layer of fat thing is that an actual thing and not a myth i don't remember we'll have to look into mythbusters well yeah we'll have to check it out because that's one of those things i remember learning is that we have like an extra layer of fat or something dermal i'm gonna go with no yeah i'm gonna go with that's not true i like the sound of that but um the fact that estrogen is stored in the fat cells Mm -hmm. rude (laughs) (laughs) but the the less body fat you have the faster the estrogen is depleted so that's the the faster you'll lose all okay. of that during so, pre-menopause. So can I just start telling people I gained this weight over the last year because I was just prepping myself for menopause? Yeah. It's like getting That's ready it. for hibernation or yeah. something. We're like, we're getting like ready it. for this. We're going into battle with our menopause. So I mean, the bring weight gain it, might bring be a it. pre-menopause thing, though. No, the weight gain is because I've been lazy and I've been <laughs> eating junk food like no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, actually, yeah. go ahead, tell people but that. But really, I was just prepping for menopause. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so you want to maintain this healthy weight and, like, slowly lose it and it'll make it so that my way. body holds on to the estrogen just a little bit longer. Oh, right. But does that mean that you're in pre-menopause for longer? If we, I would bet. Because your body's going to use all that estrogen stored in the fat. Another thing is that with all of these things that we just talked about, how awful everything is, apparently for most women, the side effects of premenopause and menopause are actually not that bad. Um, There are, I don't have the numbers on me, but um, there are like a significantly low amount of women who have like real bad time during menopause and the fact that you can do these things to get like prepare and ease the experience i really you guys i'm this is my other period i'm getting ready for because i remember these talks pre you know menstruating Mm -hmm. like you're gonna get these cramps you're going to get, you know, like, remember all the set pimples Aww. are going to start just coming out like crazy. We're just prepping like, for that at my yeah. house. Oh, she's 10. <gasps> That's when I started. That's when I started. Also, like, you already know that uh, puberty starts before periods anyway. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we have signs of puberty at my house. Oh. 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 Congratulations! I know <laughs> we're we're making it a very positive thing. Yeah. But that's off topic a little bit. Yeah, it's our other periods. That's true. That's all of my notes. That was fun. That was fun. Menopause is fun. No, it reminds <laughs> me of the. It's the cartoon. It's the metaphor for my life. Is that dog sipping coffee and it's like it's fine and everything's it's on, on fire. fire. Yeah. I'm like it's fine. I think I do that. It's fine and there's blood. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. the menopause slash woman version. There of, you go. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. It is. 
Aw, what do we end with? Thank you so much for listening to our show. This is our first recording since we have uh, posted our first episode. So, yeah. yay. Please uh, subscribe and give us a rating and share it with your friends. Um, we are And your enemies. And your enemies. I mean, everybody needs to your know about it. Your boss needs to hear about this. Yes. yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Let them know what you're listening to on the yes. job. I say call a work meeting and listen to this. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. Uh, we are members of the Hello Sweetie podcast network. They have a website. What yeah. is the website? I think it's just Hello Sweetie podcast network. Dot com. Yeah. We're part of that. We Go are part of that. There. Go find it there. There's lots of other fun things to listen to there, too. We have a Facebook. True. Yeah, we've got a Facebook. That's it. We should have an Instagram. But oh, I wonder yeah. what people would think we're posting pictures of. Vaginas. Vaginas. Things that look like vaginas. That oh my might gosh, be yeah. fun. Okay, we have an Instagram. Yes. And <laughs> yes. it is purely just things that look like vaginas. Yeah. Or labias, because obviously that's what. Yeah. We're going to go over that, too. Yeah, eventually. we'll go over that. The anatomy of it all. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank Thanks you, for Jocelyn. having me on, guys. Thank you so much for coming. Do you want to plug any stuff? Um, I'm on a podcast that is a member of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. I'm on the Geek Parenting Podcast. Yes. And so we're recording those. And then if it ever comes back from hiatus, it will come back. I'm it will. Sure. When it comes of back. Course. The world's greatest comic book podcast as well. You nerd. I'm working to be, I'm working to be, I was listening to Hello Sweetie at work today and I'm way uh. behind again, but I was listening and Rebecca's on all the podcasts and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to aim to follow in Rebecca's footsteps yes. and go be on all yes. the podcasts. Be on all the podcasts. You have a yes. great voice great and great content. You should be on. I'd listen to you all the time. Aww. I bet you. Um, no. Okay. I'm just cool. here. I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> oh my god. No, I want a little podcast. Pa- podcast. I can't even speak. Hello, sweetie. Podcast. Aww. Yeah, it's fun. Fun, fun, fun. And then this podcast, but you're listening to that, so you figure that one out. <laughs> and then maybe I'm doing comedy shows because I really love that. We just did a. I did a one in in October. Hopefully you were there and you saw me. That was cool, right? Of course. Yeah, Hilarious. absolutely. I I was uh, so excited to go. I was just telling all my friends about it and everything. Yes. In fact, actually, yeah, we have work friends that we drug to it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, uh, by the time this comes out, I should have a podcast called Our Dark Materials. Nice. It is a Ooh. podcast with my husband, and we are covering the HBO show His Dark Materials based right. on the His Dark Materials trilogy, Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, that other one that tells you how much i love it so <laughs> go listen to that we're excited all right i'm done how about you yeah thanks for taking this walk down petticoat lane uh-huh. hello i'm the podcast without fear luke i'm the uncanny ryan i am kylie the Poodinger. i am the superior caitlin and i am the agitated kyle and, and we are most of the nerd dome podcast Every Friday, some variation of this group gets together and talks about all things nerd. The newest stuff in TV, movies, comics, video games, and more. So join us in the Dome every Friday to hear all things nerd. From a bunch of people who are probably a bit too into it. Part of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network.